the brand has an image problem. You know who? We'll share. The U.S. Senate today introduced a bipartisan bill. No, really, they actually got something done. Meanwhile, if one social media platform loses, which one might win? We've got the business news headlines for Tuesday, the 7th day of March. Welcome back and glad you're here. In other news, the Dow cratered today. We'll tell you why that happened. With more consumers pinching pennies, some retail chains see an opening and are opening more stores and better access to products. Get ready for a surge in hot dog restaurants. We've got an in-depth report on that. The Wall Street Report is coming, and as we told you earlier this month, home buyers are making some choices ahead of the spring buying season. Ready? Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O.com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome once again to the Tuesday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby. Grateful, as always, that you're with us again today. Follow us on Twitter. You can find us at IOB underscore NewsHour. You know, our background at the Business News Hour is advertising and marketing. That's how this whole broadcast came to be in the first place some 14 years ago. So we know a little about what we're going to share with you right now. You know, sometimes a company makes a major mistake in branding a product, and because of that, the marketing of the product becomes confusing. And when consumers are confused, sales slump. Well, enter Bud Light, who three years ago launched Bud Light Seltzer. And for three years, the company has tried to tamp down the idea that the seltzer contains beer. After all, it's right there, right? Bud Light. So it's got to have beer in it, right? Well, to the company's credit, they thought that by putting Bud Light on the seltzer can would be instantly recognizable. But as a seltzer, or would it be recognized as a beer? Well, now, three years in and thousands of dollars spent in advertising, the brand is about to launch a new marketing campaign with the slogan, 100% hard seltzer, 0% beer. So bottom line, if you've got a confusing product rollout, and then maybe, just maybe, it might be a good idea to repackage things and move on. I mean, here's Bud Light Seltzer still trying to convince people that there's not beer in their seltzer. But no, Bud Light says consumers will not see any changes to the Bud Light Seltzer name, packaging, or logo. But they will notice a new limited-time offering called Sangria Splash. Anybody want to take bets on how all this goes? Newsflash, a bipartisan bill has been introduced in the U.S. Senate. So, is it about health care? Maybe about parental leave? How about wage equity? Or maybe even voting rights? No, it's about banning TikTok. 
To be sure, the legislation called the Restricting the Emergence of Security Threats that Risk Information and Communications Technology, (laughs) oh, Washington, or the Restrict Act does not target TikTok specifically for a ban, but it aims to give the U.S. government new powers up to and including a ban against foreign-linked producers or electronics or software that the Commerce Department deems to be a national security risk. Note to social media influencers, you might want to move some content. You know, for every loser, there must be a winner, right? Well, with the U.S. government now working to outright ban TikTok, another social platform is winning. Stock in Snap surged over the past couple of days as investors are betting on the outright ban on the TikTok platform to be a real thing. In recent years, TikTok's popularity has led a number of major U.S. apps to imitate some of its features, including the launch of Instagram's Reels and YouTube's Shorts. We shall see how all of this shakes out. Speaking of stocks, the markets took a bath today after Fed Chair Jerome Powell met with the U.S. Senate Banking Committee, saying that interest rate hikes are likely to be higher than previously anticipated. The sell-off was so bad that the Dow turned negative for the year. Those numbers coming at you in just a bit. With more and more consumers, even those who in the past shunned off-price retail chains, now are flocking to cheaper sites. Uh, Because of that, expect some expansion to happen. In fact, Ross, Dollar General, and Michaels have all revealed expansion and changing plans. For example, Ross Stores Incorporated said it had just opened 19 new locations in February and March, This expansion brought about 11 more Ross stores and 8 new DD's discounts, which is the company's budget-friendly brand that boasts even cheaper prices than Ross does. But these new openings are just part of Ross's overall expansion plans for this year. The company plans to add approximately 100 new stores, 75 Ross, and 25 DD's discounts to its retail footprint this year. Meanwhile, over at Dollar General, they have reformulated their cat and dog food brands, positioning Nature's Menu as an elevated, now premium pet food at a new value price. And that is sure to attract some, perhaps other consumers that had not previously been to Dollar General. And finally, Michaels has launched a new online marketplace. According to a press release, the new marketplace has expanded Michael's offerings by increasing its online assortment from 250,000 items to more than 1 million products. The new marketplace connects Michael's shoppers with a curated selection of third-party sellers. The craft company said it is currently accepting applications from sellers in categories including arts and craft supplies, candle and soap making, leather and woodwork, baking, tools, and tech, yarn, stitchery, kids' toys, education, journaling, seasonal products, and a whole bunch more. All right, get ready for a deep dive into hot dogs. We're not making this up. A backyard and ballpark favorite is going all in to lure hungry Americans, and so you can get ready for an explosion of hot dog restaurants. You know, hot dogs are really part of the American lore. 
Starting in New York and spreading across the country, hot dogs are now consumed by 95% of U.S. families. So what's in the future? Well, look for New Orleans-based Dat Dog to expand into the Southeast. And the iconic Nathan's Famous is looking for more franchise partners. That brand, which started back in 1916 on Coney Island with a loan of 300 bucks, wants to expand and sort of in a different way. The company says its conversion program seeks to help struggling businesses by converting them to a Nathan's Famous. Nathan's Famous currently has locations in nearly half of the states in the Union, along with more than 10 countries around the globe. Then there is Hot Dog on a Stick that blossomed during the pandemic and now wants to increase its offering to America. With lots of offerings on its menu and made-to-order Hot Dog on a Stick thinks, it has found a real niche. And then there is Dog House. No kidding. The chain serves up hearty and decadent gourmet hot dogs, as well as burgers, chicken, and sliders. Doghouse also has a breakfast menu and, get this, serves craft beers and cocktails. That is very different. There are nearly 100 different locations in the continental United States, and there are soon to be more. Next up is Wienerschnitzel. Um, Really? Known as the world's most wanted wiener, earlier this year, the company announced its goal to put franchise locations in states in the Midwest and the South. Wiener Schnitzel plans to achieve its goal through a new franchise incentive program. And that's just a sampling of what's to come in the hot dog world. Who knew there were so many hot dog options? Thanks for the heads up, Mashed. Well, today, Jerome Powell faced the Senate Banking Committee and his hawkish tone in rate hikes spooked the market. Investors had predicted the Fed might push interest rates up by a quarter point, but Powell said more needs to be done to tamp down inflation and hinted the rate hikes could be another half point when the central bank meets later this month. The result in all of this? The S&P 500 dropped 62 points, or 1.5%, to end at 3986. The Dow tumbled 574 points, or 1.7%, to finish at 32,856, and the NASDAQ lost 145 points, or 1.3%, ending at 11,530. The Dow and the S&P 500 posted their biggest daily percentage drop since February 25, and the blue chips turned negative for the year. Oil cratered as well, with West Texas Intermediate Crude off by over $3.25 to roughly $77.20 a barrel at news time. And finally, there is this, and this has to do with the latest home buyer trend. And we told you about this weeks ago, and now it's happening. The Wall Street Journal writes that high mortgage rates have risen for four consecutive weeks to 6.65% on March 2nd, making the real estate industry, well, you could say a bit nervous. As a result, mortgage applications have hit a 28-year low and dampened buyer demand ahead of the traditionally busy spring housing market. While roughly 40% of annual existing home sales occur from March through June, Buyers are likely to step back this year ahead of the Federal Reserve's expected interest rate hikes. And that could negatively affect revenue for not only real estate companies, but related industries like furniture and appliance manufacturers. 
it is just one more hurdle for the economy to overcome. And that's a wrap for the business news headlines for today. Thanks so much for being with us. For all of us that put this together each and every day, Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator. Sales and marketing, Aaron Libby, the voice of the business news hour is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name's Michael Libby. Have yourself a great day. Be safe. Be well. Be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.